Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So I'm really excited for this week's brand new episode because we're chatting with Kelsey Kerslick all about the six-figure journey as a small business owner and an entrepreneur. So Kelsey and I chat about the truth behind making six figures and share some of the realities, personal and emotional tolls it can take on you, along with some helpful advice on how to achieve your goals. A little bit about Kelsey uh, is that she's a mom, CEO, creative director, and business coach, and a podcast host of the Align Business Podcast, and we have an incredible time chatting today. Over the last decade, she's helped hundreds of online business owners build their brands, their online presence, and as the founder and creator of Pingate Road, a personal brand and website design agency. She's incredible. I had so much fun chatting with her. I know you guys are going to love today's show and I can't wait to get started. But a little bit of housekeeping before we begin is that Tea with Janae has a brand new account on Instagram. You can follow us at Tea with Janae. Um, you'll get some funny to watch my reels. You'll get some insight um, with helpful quotes and tips behind the scenes. Um, you'll also get to know about our latest episodes and also our Throwback Thursday series where we share about our past guests. So be sure to follow us. There's a link in the bio um, and you can just follow TWGNA there. Also, we're looking for podcast sponsors. So if you're interested in sharing your work with a bigger audience, we would love to hear from you. You know, we love partnering with brands that align with our mission of educating wedding photographers, including other educators, products, services, and more. You can visit twitchanae.com to find out more and apply to be a sponsor today. Also, if you love today's show, we would love for you to share your love on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. All you have to do is swipe on up after you listen. It's really easy. It takes a minute or two, and it really helps support the show. Thank you so much. All right, you guys, let's get started. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest today with us. Kelsey, can you say hi to everybody? Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. How are you doing? I am good. It is a good <laughs> sunny morning here. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Well, I'm so thrilled that you're um, on the show today. I can't wait to dive into this really exciting topic. But before yes. we get started, let's introduce you to our listeners. Can you tell everybody a little bit about you, how you got started, and um, what your first year was like? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually, I have two businesses. So I have a branding and web design agency, which is what I started in 2011 when I was in grad school. Um, and that is, it started as a lifestyle blog and then over time um, became a branding and web design agency. So that is really what I got my start with. I was in grad school for graphic design. So that was always my passion and background um, doing the arts, really. I knew I wanted to do that. And having the side business was really what taught me how to basically everything I was doing wrong and how to actually turn <laughs> my creative passion um, into a business. And as I 
I um, started my studio. I built it as a side hustle while I was in corporate. Um, I moved to Cleveland, where I'm at now currently, um, to work for American Greetings. And over time, I was I ended up actually making six figures um, while I was running this as a side hustle and in my full-time job. So between my salary and this business, I was like, whoa, I'm hitting six figures. Like I should probably turn this into a my full-time job. Um, so in 2016, I took my business full-time. My first year was tumultuous to say the least. <laughs> and that is when I was like, oh my gosh, I really don't know how to run a business business. Like, yes, I am good at my actual skills, but the skills of running a business were very hard. So I ended up being in a place where I thought I had to go get a full-time job. Um, the business was not doing well. I'd blown through all of my savings that first year and it was just a lot. And so I know we can dive into some of the actual things that I did to get to six figures, but after overcoming that, I actually started coaching because I wanted people not to have to go through that tumultuous first year. And then I started my second business, which is called The Aligned Business. And I've been coaching other service providers, coaches, and consultants to build sustainable six-figure years. Um, and now we've even created a program to help people create sustainable seven-figure years as things have grown. So now I have both of the businesses and the coaching programs and it's it's a fun life. I have a, an amazing team supporting me. I would not be able to do this on my own. But yeah, that's a li- you know where I've been in my journey <laughs> in a nutshell. Well, gosh, that's exciting. So you kind of have three things going on right now. The, yeah, the com- yeah, three companies. So that, where did you go to uh, design school? I actually went to SVA for graphic design, Ooh. so I find that so interesting. Yeah. So I went to SCAD for my master's and then I actually went to the University of Iowa for my undergrad. And (laughs) it was, you know, it was one of those liberal art degrees. So by the time I graduated, I was like, "I, I don't really know enough about graphic design to actually be a graphic designer. So I knew I went straight to grad school just because I was not confident in my abilities to either start my own business or to get a job in the field. So I went to SCAD right after. That's awesome. Oh, cool. That's a great school. Yeah, it was really fun. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm really excited to pick your brain and kind of dive deep into this. So let's talk about the six-figure journey and kind of what does that entail? You know, I mean, why do you think people strive to hit their first six figures as a business owner? Well, I think it's a really common and somewhat attainable goal. And I feel like it's pretty universal, right? Like as a business owner, usually when you're reaching that six figures, we're trying to compensate for maybe leaving a corporate job or making a full-time salary. And when you're hitting those first six figures in a typical business, you're, you know, you have expenses, you have Um, usually you are hiring a virtual assistant of some sort at first to help with some of the workload that you're doing. And I feel like six figures is not necessarily six figures, but it allows you to have that, you know, 50 to $60,000 a year salary for yourself when you're just hitting the six figures. So I think that that just feels like a 
a really nice goal to hit to feel like, okay, I'm financially stable. This is a real business. Like, I know how to make sales. I know how to market myself. You've kind of quote unquote proven that you're a real business at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when I started out, I was like, I want to make $100,000 um, because it was close um, or a little less than what I was making at my corporate job. Yeah. So I felt like I needed to. Um, that was my goal to exactly what you said to make me feel secure in my decision to become a small business owner on my own, you know, without the corporate mm-hmm. backing of a, a steady paycheck. I was like, this is what I need to bring in. Yeah. And I feel like that's, it's at least in America, I feel like it is that good number to hit in order to feel like, okay, I'm like taking care of myself. I'm taking care of my family. I've quote unquote made it. And I'm ready to build this solid business. And it, it's, it's just a nice number. <laughs> yeah, no, It's just I, a nice one to hit. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. So what are some of the realities of this journey? So I think that a lot of times people, you know, they have that number, but they don't really realize that that's really just the beginning. That's where you start to st- like get stability. That's where you've started to um, prove your services to build your audience before you hit six figures. It's like, sometimes you're just experimenting, right? You're, you're like trying to figure it out. You're like, who am I actually working with? What can I charge? How do I get my systems and everything together? And I feel like when you're on your way to hitting six figures, sometimes you're like, Ooh, I will have made it when I hit it to hit six figures. And really you realize when you get there, it's like, Oh, like this is just the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I think the same thing happens at every single level. You're just acclimating to those new realities. And then you have to kind of, you're like, Oh, I have all this new stuff to learn and do and to grow into if you choose to grow into it. But yeah, it was this number I wanted to hit for so long. And I finally did. And I was like, Oh, I, I feel stable now. This is nice. Mm -hmm. And there's so much more that I want to be growing into. Yeah. So why do you think that maybe it just seems so hard to obtain for some people? I think there's a lot of money mindset. (laughs) Um, I'm talking about mindset. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I, this is something that I talk about a lot. It's really pricing your offerings to build the sustainable business that you desire. And I think sometimes we price our offerings based on what we think other people are going to pay. Mm -hmm. And it's really about us designing offerings that create a complete transformation for the certain types of people that we want to be working with. I think we don't realize often that we actually get to choose. We get to design these offerings. We get to figure out what complete amazing transformation we want to walk our clients through. And that can come at a, a high value. You can sell high ticket. I know you're speaking with uh, wedding photographers and people in the wedding industry. And like you can have a really high ticket offering that serves people at a, at a high level. And I think so often when we're first starting our businesses, we're like, what? Oh my gosh, people are going to pay me money to do this thing that I love. Like I'll do it for free. (laughs) And it can be this hard transition between, you know, charging a couple hundred dollars for what you're doing. And you feel so excited and lucky to be able to do that. But in reality, 
are those couple hundred dollars, that package actually going to add up to the six figure uh, business that you want to be running? And so I think getting really clear on what you actually need to charge um, and creating the packages around that experience, not just taking whatever somebody will pay you to do the thing. Um, and that takes some mindset work because I think a lot of times we do attach our worth to our packages and our offerings and our business. And so this can be a hard thing for people to work through being like, oh, I could never charge $10,000 for a photography package when in fact you can, it's just like kind of your your mindset gremlins getting in the way of allowing you to do that. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I remember when I was first starting out, I definitely did a lot of work for free. I did a lot of work, you know, under scale, you know, building a portfolio. And at that yeah. time, 10 years ago, you know, that was, I was okay with that. And then it was like, well, now I know my value. I know my worth. I'm going to start charging. But I was still undercharging for a really long time until sort of recently where I went through all these um, mindset shifts. I went, I've been going through my money blocks. I've been, I put in a lot of work in 2020 to like get over those hurdles. And now it's like sky's the limit. And it's only because I believe in myself that I can, I can reach those goals, but I had to do a lot of work and we've had a lot of guests on talk about mindset. So I love that you're talking about that because it really, I think it's the, it's the secret sauce to un unleashing like your inner potential. Like you just have, you have it inside of you, but you have to believe it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I always say it's like the belief that you can do this is literally ground zero. If you don't believe that charging that amount or providing that level of service is possible for you, you literally can't do the thing. So right. you have to believe before you can actually do it. Exactly. It's like I was listening. I forgot what I was listening to. Oh, maybe it was a secret. And they were saying it, it was about relationships, but it really is about everything. And it's, it was saying, if you don't love yourself, how can you expect anybody else to love you? And it's like, if you don't believe mm -hmm. in yourself, how do you expect your clients to believe in you? Like they're not, yes. it's not possible. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> love it. We're and all the same language here. <laughs> yes. And I'll just like, you said it took so long for you to work up to like a certain price point. And I feel like people feel like they have to go through that like hard journey and put in their time and like have the lower paid things for so long. But really, like you're choosing that you really are at the end of the day. And I went through it too. I'm, I charged way too little for way too long. And that was one of the sole things that was holding me back. Um, I didn't hit six figures until I think it was 2017. So I was six years into my business journey before I hit six figures. Um, and that was really like the biggest thing was changing my prices. Um, and you know, my belief in the ability that my services had to transform somebody's life. And going back to like the wedding industry um, or just photography in general, there's, I remember hearing the story of somebody local here in Cleveland and I, this is very offhand, but I believe <laughs> she was <laughs> LeBron James's um, photographer or did some of his like family stuff. And she literally started her business that year. And she just decided that she was going to be a premium high-end photographer. She literally didn't like pick up a like a camera before that year. 
And she just believed in herself that much and like put in the work that year. And she was selling packages that were thousands of dollars for one family session. And she had her first six figure year in that year. It's like, we think, and we hear these stories of people putting in years and years. And like, we feel like we have to prove our worth, but it's really just us proving that to ourselves. And so the sooner that you can almost like take that leap and free fall and be like, this feels scary, but I'm going to believe in myself. Like, you can get there so much quicker than I think we imagine that we can. Oh my gosh. My mind is like, I have chills. Like I'm, my mind's blown. <laughs> like, where were you 10 years ago when I was stuck? Yeah, I know. I'm like, where was I for myself 10 years ago? It took 10 years for me to like be this person. <laughs> I know. But it's so amazing to hear. And just like, it just makes you feel good to hear it. It's like, yeah, we all sort of got through this journey, but for like our listeners who are maybe just starting out, it's like, you don't have to go through what we went through, you know, like just Mm -mm. start doing the mental work. Now you'll get there so much faster. (laughs) Yes. And I see that this is like the whole reason I started my coaching business. Honestly, it's because like, you don't have to struggle. (laughs) Right. And sometimes I think it takes that outside perspective too, to be like, no, like you can do this, believe in yourself and like other people holding you to that belief. Mm -hmm. Um, We see big moves happen so quickly because you just like get in this bubble of like unlimited belief that anything is possible and you can really skyrocket when you have that belief. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you have good people behind you too, like a good coach for sure. (laughs) So maybe, you know, can you share some more about the personal and maybe emotional ties um, to achieving this goal or, or maybe even not achieving it? Like, what if you don't get it? But what if you do get it? <laughs> yeah, both, all the things. Yeah. All um, the things. Yeah. So I really do think for, so, you know, when I hit it, it was six years into my business journey and I really did. I had some emotional ties to that being like, am I not a real business owner? Am I not good enough? And I had a lot of things that I thought six figures would prove um, emotionally. So I definitely went through that, I guess, just saying like, it's normal, but also hitting six figures doesn't mean that, you know, it doesn't mean anything about you as a human. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the six figures is literally just this mark. It's this checkbox where it's like, okay, you've proven your business model. Like that's all it means really. Right. And I think up until then it's, it's just about experimenting and getting to that place. And I think we just have to work harder to not make it mean something about us as people and just making it mean something about how we're putting our work out there, how we're delivering services, how our business model is set up really. Right. Yeah. So why do you think some people never really make it? I honestly think it's that belief. Um, I think it is, they're not, they're not, they don't know the business side. Sometimes I think that the belief that our services are worth a certain amount, um, that is what is kind of that foundation, but then we have to actually design our businesses to hit six figures. Mm -hmm. So if we are like just trying to land clients and it's, you know, a couple hundred dollars here or there, that is not going to end up magically being a six figure business. We actually have to say, what is our life and our business looking like when we actually are at six figures? And then we design backwards. So we have to 
say, where am I actually showing up every day? How am I showing up? What packages do I have? How many clients do I need to book in order to reach the six figures? And at what price? How long does each of these services or these packages take? Do I need any support? Is this just me? Can I physically do this in the amount of hours that I have in my life? And I think so often we're just so busy trying to like make it to the next day that we're not taking the bigger picture vision into account and actually designing our businesses intentionally. Right. So that's the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so true. And I, I think that also goes into having a business plan, knowing you what you're spending every month or what, you know, figuring out, you know, your cost of business. Like those are, it's a very basic tool, but it'll really help you figure out what you should be charging, what your offering should be, and how many of those you need to make each month or each year. You know, I think going, especially like I can speak for myself, like three years in, I was like, oh, I might have made $75,000, but I had $50,000 worth of expenses, you know, because mm -hmm. like you're just spending money so much. But as you start as a photographer and you've purchased your equipment and you have all the necessities and the insurance and all that stuff, you know, you kind of have a fixed cost. So you mm -hmm. can really make a better call and better judgments as to what you need to make per job. But I don't, you know, I think when you start out, you don't know that until maybe your first year in, you can see how much you spend and how much you saved and can you do retirement and all that stuff. I think you have to, you know, you, you, I would have loved someone to help me figure that out from the beginning. <laughs> I took yes. me a while to do Same. it on my own. <laughs> Same. Yeah. yeah. One of the like little quick tips that I like to do um, is to figure out how many clients or bookings that I would need to make in order to reach the goals that I have. So say it is, you know, you want to hit six figures um, and you would need you know, two clients per month at $5,000 each in order to reach that or beyond, right? Mm -hmm. um, I love putting up a calendar or a blank piece of paper up on my wall and I write out all of the months and then I put lines underneath them. And so physically, this, has, this can't just be something that's like hidden in your Google Docs. Um, but if you physically have this in front of you every single day and you see those blank lines and you're like, oh, this is physically how many people I need to book in order to reach my goals. It shifts you into a different mindset of action to actually achieve the goals that you have in front of you. So I've done this for years and years and years, and it is so powerful because I can actually like start my day and look up there. I'm like, huh, what can I do? What little actions can I do today that will help me fill one of those lines. Mm -hmm. Can I go live on Instagram and invite people to work with me? Can I reach out to somebody that is on the fence about working with us? Like, what can I actually do today that is going to help me work towards those goals? And when we have it mapped out and we have those lines there physically to see and we're looking at every single day, like magical things happen. Oh, I love that. Do you have like a printout on your shop? Because that would be such I don't. No, I... um. I bought these like whiteboards on uh -huh. at Target with uh -huh. like gold outlines. They're like monthly calendars. And on the sides, um, I hung up four of them in my office. And on the sides, I just put little lines. And I'm like, every month, this is how many people I want to either work with in our agency um, or work with in our coaching business. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. do that. I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I and it that. like makes it. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I have a vision board. Um, 
but I can definitely do a whiteboard, like a little whiteboard with lines in it. I love that. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. That. It just, it makes space for your people to come into your life. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm all about the universe and like the universe <laughs> bringing me the right clients and, you know, attracting, attract, like, like, like attracts like and all that stuff. So yeah, I'll definitely, I'm going to do that. <laughs> awesome. I love it. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about burnout, right? And what can we avoid uh, you know, how do we avoid burning out on our way to reaching our, our goals to the six figure journey? Yeah. So I think again, this comes down with being intentional about how you're designing your business. And this is something I say this all of the time. Um, my coaching business is actually called the aligned business um, because being aligned and feeling good on the journey has been a huge thing for me. Um, I knew that reaching whatever money goals or business goals I had would never be worth it if I wasn't enjoying my journey to get there. So I think the biggest thing, and I'm not saying that I've never been burnt out. I I have seasons where I call them intentional hustle seasons. And yes. (laughs) So they're like, I am choosing intentionally to go a little harder in this season of life because of X, Y, Z, but it's never this, like, I'm just going to hustle until the end of time. Um, <laughs> so, Cause that is mm, no, thank yeah, you. Yeah. That's not fun. <laughs> um, so the way I've kind of avoided burnout um, along the way is that I get really intentional about the time that I have and how I want to be spending it. Um, and making my non-negotiables, like building them into my schedule first. So even when I was working in corporate and running my business full-time, I was really, really clear about that season of my life and what I was willing to do. So I, this is not for everybody. Like I promise I'm not one of those people that's like, you got to wake up at 4 a.m. to fit (laughs) in your business. Um, This did work for me. And I think you can design your business around whatever schedule works for your own circadian rhythms. Um, But I love waking up early. It's just who I am. So I would wake up at 4.30 and get like two to three hours of work in before I went to my corporate job. And then I would work during um, my lunch hours. So I was getting like three to four hours of work every single day while working a full-time job. And then I took most of my evening off. I think I had one or two days where I intentionally was like from six to nine, I'm doing my business. And then I literally took every single weekend off and I grew, you know, a 50,000 ish dollar business while I was working full time. And I took every single weekend off. And I don't think that would have happened had I not been really intentional about what I wanted my, my days to look like. And what I wanted to book and what I was willing to do. So I think that first thing is getting really intentional about your schedule and holding those boundaries for yourself. I knew I wanted to have a fun social life. Um, During that time, I was also like dating my husband. Um, I wanted to date and have fun and, you know, do all these things and grow a business and work a corporate job. I also knew that at that time, it was not going to be like that for forever. I knew that I was working to a place where I was going to take my business full time. So I knew that the waking up at 4am was not my forever life. (laughs) Well, yeah, (laughs) I was mm -hmm. the complete opposite. (laughs) Yeah. A Um, lot of people are. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. 
But that's so impressive that you would wake up so early and work. But I love that you were you had a schedule and you and you stuck to it. So you enjoyed your weekends. You, were you off? Or were, you, were you checking email or you were like, I'm just not going to sit at my computer? No, I was really off. I was rowing and going to bars with friends. Like I was really off. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's cool. I think yeah. For me, I, I, I love hearing this because I know from my own experience in the beginning when I started my uh, journey uh, in my business, like I worked all the time. I think the first year I worked almost every weekend. So mm. I quickly said, I'm never doing that again because I'm exhausted. And so one of my hard, you know, um, rules is that I will only work three weekends out of the month and I make sure I have one weekend off. Even if it's a prime, if I've booked three, then I'll keep one off. Doesn't matter which one it is. I just will keep it open. And then when you said a season of hustle, I feel like that is probably every photographer right now because <laughs> things are opening up. People mm. want pictures. Like I, it's been nonstop. And I know all of my friends are like this too, <laughs> where we're like, just hustle. We're literally hustling for the, for spring. And we're like, okay, we can rest in the winter. <laughs> like we have, <laughs> you know, we have a very short time span. And now that, you know, we're getting back to work, it's like, it's, it's an incredible feeling to be busy. And it's like, oh, you still have to manage your expectations of like what you want to do, you know? Yeah. I love that. And so even if it is this like intentional hustle and I mean, it's, I bet everybody's like, oh my gosh, I'm just so excited to work um, because of everything that has been going on. It's like, what do you want that season of hustle to look like? And what are some of those boundaries? Like you said, to take a weekend off every month, or maybe it's Thursday nights. You just like don't open your computer and you binge Netflix and you just like take that time to chill out. Like what is actually going to fuel you to make you feel really good during the season? Because we want to make sure we're intentionally choosing that and not just letting the hustle happen to us. Right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I think that's important. You, you still want to be cognizant of like what's happening. <laughs> exactly. And then another thing I do want to mention about the burnout is is getting help. Um, I have been a big, big proponent of delegating early and often. I think sometimes it can feel like this huge expense that you have and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm barely making money. How can I afford to hire somebody else to help me? But when you actually open up your capacity for your business to grow beyond the hours that you have, things can get really big really quickly. Um, even when I was working corporate, there were people who were coming to my business and we, I personally couldn't take them on, but I hired design friends who took on the jobs. I did the creative direction and that allowed me to have more capacity for more clients. And so that's actually how my agency started growing before I was even you know, a full-time business owner. So I think another way I personally avoid burnout is just getting so much help. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. that looks different for everybody during different seasons of your business, but mm -hmm. just really be open to delegating, to getting support. Um, we can't do it all. We're not meant to. And thinking that we should or that we have to is like a surefire way to get into really heavy burnout. Yeah. I love that you shared that. I think asking for help, especially for people who normally don't ask for help, i.e. me. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's been a game changer. You know, I hired an assistant, uh, a virtual assistant. She helps me with T with Janae because 
you know, this is my love. My passion is educating and helping wedding photographers. And, and this is the platform that I've chosen to do it with and also my own coaching. But I wouldn't be able to do this with my full-time job without help. And I had to learn that early on. And I was like, okay, it's worth investing in this outlet because I want to help people. So mm -hmm. I think like, being honest with yourself and, you know, she's there to do it all for me, which is great. <laughs> so Yes. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and also, I have my Ashley, I know you were, everybody was talking to each other. I was like, yeah, oh, we'll show up to this interview. <laughs> Yeah, Kelly. Kelly's amazing. And before her, it was Patty. And it was just like, I these women are incredible. And, mm -hmm. you know, they help your business. And when you find the right people, you can rely on them. So it's really good. So Kelly, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about, you know, can you share some of your insights um, on how to get on the right track for six figures? Yeah. So I mean, I think it goes back uh, to those profitable offerings. I think First of all, again, the first layer, believe that it is possible for you. Um, and then once you do believe that it is possible, even if it's just like the tiniest little inkling inside of your heart, then designing your offerings to support you in reaching six figures. So if what you are selling is not physically possible um, to do that much work and reach six figures, you need to adjust that. So I think making sure that your offerings and having that plan um, financially to get to six figures is going to be the biggest game changer. And it doesn't have to be hard. It can be, I want to sell 10 packages this year at $10,000. Just knowing that like, there's your six figure plan. Mm -hmm. I love that. And maybe like some of our audience, you know, they're just starting out, they find the podcast, they listen to our shows, you know, maybe, you know, how can they begin their own journey if they, if they don't know what their offerings are, or they're like still figuring out what sort of photography they want to be interested in. Maybe do you mm. about that? Yeah. So I think what if you just took a year of exploration, right? If you have financial stability in other places and you don't need this business to, you know, super support you, or even if it's like, I need this business to bring in a thousand dollars per month, right? Set up whatever that is that is going to get you through this year and give yourself a year of exploration, but set some of those goals mm -hmm. and set them so that they're, you know, a thousand dollars per month. I'm going to do, you know, three packages at $350. And that is my goal to book every single month. And I'll be so excited. And in that season, I get to explore what I love to do. I get to make some mistakes and learn from them. Like that is huge. And I think people don't give themselves the grace to actually make mistakes along their way. Um, so yeah, I think if, as long as you are intentionally designing the business or the year or the things, I think you're going to be on a really good right track. I love that. Not so good. Oh my gosh, Kelsey, I love you. This has been amazing. Thank you so <laughs> much for coming on. I feel so inspired and quite relaxed, actually. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, perfect. This is like really good mindset work and figuring out your goals and aligning yourself to to get you there, which is all which which is what we're all about. So this has been amazing. Thank you so much. So you're let's so welcome. This is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, so, I mean, I want to work with you. So let's, I'm sure other people do. Let's tell everybody where they can find out more about you, your services and say hello online. 
Yeah. So you can head to our website, pinegateroad.com. Currently, my two businesses live on the same website. Awesome. (laughs) so yeah, you can learn if you want to, you know, work with us and see if our coaching programs could be a good fit um, to make sure that you didn't go through the terrible journey that I did. Um, and you want to be supported on this six-figure journey. Um, our Align Business Academy is a really great program for that. So you can apply there, learn more, or you can reach out to me um, at Kelsey Kerslake on Instagram. I'm always hanging out there and we can chat. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) So all this information will be in the show notes. You guys can just swipe on up right now and click on the links and say hi to Kelsey. Kelsey, thank you so much for being here. This is incredible. I can't wait to have you back on. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun and I really appreciate you. Well, that's it, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you loved today's episode. A huge shout out and a big thank you to Kelsey for being our wonderful guest today. I had so much fun chatting. As if you guys couldn't tell, we laughed a lot, but she also shared some really great advice, and I hope it helps you in your journey to achieving six figures. If you want to find out more about Kelsey, be sure to swipe on up, visit the show notes, and visit any of the links. Please let her know you found her from the show. All right, you guys, it was so fun today and I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye.